Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Well, good morning. Welcome to Morning Prayer here at St Thomas's. This is Saturday, the 24th of July, 2021. And I'm using Lectio 365 this morning to uh, guide us in our morning prayers. So welcome, Don and Ruth. It's good to see you. So on the 24th of July, um, this is uh, the end or the conclusion of a six-week series called After the Fire, exploring the story of the prophet Elijah. And today he's handing things over. Good morning, Mary. So welcome along. Good to see you all as we worship God and pray together. And as we enter prayer now, we pause to be still. To breathe slowly. Morning, Pauline. To re-centre our scattered senses upon the presence of God. And a prayer uh, adapted from a prayer by Benedict of Nursia, which says, Gracious Father, give me diligence to seek you and wisdom to find you today. May our ears hear your voice. May our eyes see your goodness. And may our tongues proclaim your name as we commit our lives to pleasing you. A lovely prayer from Benedict of Nursia. We rejoice, or choose to rejoice, in our inheritance today, joining with the ancient praise of all God's people in the words of Psalm 16, which say, Lord, you alone are my inheritance, my cup of blessing. You guard all that is mine. The land you have given me is a pleasant land. What a wonderful inheritance. I guess we need to see um, that land uh, metaphorically. Um, maybe as those things, those possessions, those people, those things that we have that belong to us which we've inherited, which we have been given by God. So today, for the final time this week, we return to 1 Kings 19, 
verses 15 to 19, listening carefully for anything else that the Holy Spirit may want to say to us through it. 1 Kings chapter 19. phone has uh, frozen. Bear with me while I unfreeze it. Hmm. It's, uh, it's not working. It's, uh, it's very interesting. Today is Saturday. Bear with me. Okay, oh, <laughs> that was funny. Uh, 1 Kings chapter 19, the Lord said to him, go back the way you came and go to the desert of Damascus. When you get there, anoint Haziel, king of over Aram. Also anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi, king over Israel. And anoint Elisha, son of Shaphat, from Ebel-Meholah, to succeed you as a prophet. Jehu will put to death any who escape the sword of Haziel, and Elisha will put to death any who escape the sword of Jehu. Yet I reserve 7,000 in Israel, all whose knees have not bowed down to Baal, and whose mouths have not kissed him. So Elijah went from there and found Elisha, son of Shaphat. He was ploughing with twelve yoke of oxen, and he himself was driving the twelve pair. Elijah went up to him and threw his cloak around him. Now Elijah finds his successor, Elisha, ploughing with twelve yoke of oxen. This is arguably a significant number. Firstly, it means that he is a prosperous farmer who gives up great wealth to become Elijah's disciple. And secondly, the number twelve may also be metaphorical, representing as it is, as it often can, the twelve tribes of Israel. If so, this scene depicts Elisha as one steering the people of God whilst breaking up fallow ground. This might remind us of Jesus' first encounter with four of his disciples as they were mending their nets. Come follow me, he said, and I will send you out to fish for people in Matthew 4. Like Elisha, they left their possessions and their professions to become disciples. Elisha left his oxen. Simon Peter left his nets. What is it that I am 
being asked to give up or lay down to follow Jesus today. It may be an obvious thing, like wealth or security or even a relationship, or something less evident, such as popularity or acceptance. I take time now to tell the Lord what that he is worthy of every sacrifice. So whilst we might not be feeling or sensing called this morning in particular to give something up, we want to tell God that we're willing and that he is worthy of any sacrifice that we might make. We pause to pray. And thinking now about someone known to us who is successful and prosperous. Like Elisha, we assume. I ask, we ask the Lord to surprise them with new challenges and opportunities to make sacrifices for his sake. I find that quite hard, very challenging, you know, praying for someone to be surprised by God to uh, be asked to give something up. But God does do that, sometimes dramatically, sometimes gently. So we pray for people, Lord. We pray for people who may be surprised in this way. And as we return to this exchange between Elijah and Elisha, let's picture the scene, the half-ploughed field with birds circling overhead, the oxen sweating and panting, the other 11 ploughmen looking on in surprise. Oh, where's Elisha gone? How dare he? We read the passage from 1 Kings 19, verses 19 to 20 again. Elijah went from there and found Elisha, son of Shaphat. He was ploughing with 12 yoke of oxen and he himself was driving the 12th pair. Elijah went up to him and threw his cloak around him. Elisha then left his oxen and ran after Elijah. Let me kiss my father and mother goodbye, he said, and then I will come with you. Go back, Elijah replied. What have I done to you? What word or phrase jumped out at us from these verses? Elijah's cloak or mantle represented his authority as a prophet. It was also a valuable possession. Elisha immediately understood its significance without a word being spoken. Who is my 
Elisha. Who am I training as Jesus trained his disciples and as Paul trains Timothy? I ask the Lord to show me who that person might be. Again, a really challenging thought. Who are we training, encouraging, helping to direct as they serve God? So like Elijah, I quiet my soul to listen for your gentle whisper today. Like Elijah, I choose to give my best for others. And like Jesus, I say, not my will, but yours be done. Let us bring to God those concerns, those people who we're praying for at the moment, as we thank God uh, for uh, the chance to remember dear Irene yesterday at her Thanksgiving. Thank you, Father, for her life well lived. Thank you for every good memory of her, every giggle and laugh that she um, brought about. Thank you for that picture of her bouncing uh, on a trampoline with our previous vicar, David. Just bless you for her, Lord. We pray for those who are struggling. We think of the Aquino family, thanking that Noah has completed his course of aminotherapy, but praying uh, immunotherapy, but praying for them as they settle back into what we pray and hope is normality. Be with them. Bring your healing, Father, we pray. Pray that you'd comfort Don and others in the family as they mourn. And we ask for your healing for Michelle and Sue and Kat as they struggle and deal with long covid pray for healing for them lord pray this too for chris picard and for karen as they uh, coax him along to help and encourage him uh, to eat uh, just a little bit more pray with uh, julie for sadiq's friend alex that he might know your forgiveness and release lord We pray too for our need of a new children's youth and family worker, that you would guide us to the right person. And us. We pray the same for a new vicar, Lord, that you would be in each advert, each application, each interview. May your will become clear to us, we pray. We thank you for news that uh, St Luke's at Hedge End will be getting a new vicar and ask you bless them as they look forward to that. And we pray too, Lord, for your grace and your help for the PCC as we make decisions on behalf of the people, as we plan 
and prepare for uh, a new term. Give us your insight and your help, Lord, we pray. And we pray for all those who uh, are struggling with uh, addictions. Having seen the programme last night on addiction with... Um, Oh, I've forgotten the, the, the lady's name in the documentary. Anyway, um, yeah, Lord, we, we, we confess to finding uh, addiction such a hard and difficult thing. Amy Winehouse, that was her. Asking your blessing, Father, on all who struggle in that way. Help us to be those who stand with and sit alongside those who struggle in this way. And we pray, Lord, for the Diocese of Winchester as we will be looking for a new Bishop of Winchester soon, praying that you would uh, be in all those arrangements and preparations and ultimately as the Queen appoints a new Bishop, give wisdom to Bishop David and Bishop Debbie. In the meantime, Lord, we pray especially for Bishop Debbie with all the responsibility that is on her shoulders at present. Just give her your grace, we pray. And now as we prepare to take this time of prayer into the coming day, the Lord who loves us says to each of us, no one who has left home or wife or brothers or sisters or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God will fail to receive many times as much in this age and in the age to come eternal life. That's from Luke 18. So help us, Father, to live this day to the full, being true to you in every way. Lord Jesus, help us to give ourselves away to others, being kind to everyone we meet. Spirit, help us to love the lost, proclaiming Christ in all we do and say. Amen. So thank you for joining me this morning. Feel free to join us all as we worship God tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock. Um, online and um, I assume oh. and and also um, deeper at seven have a great day a little bit grey at the moment in Fair Oak but promising to brighten up but perhaps not be quite so hot. Hope you have a great day in all that you do. Bye-bye for now.